Do you hear what I hear? It's in Search of Tracks podcast. I'm Pete. I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm wearing a Christmas hat. What are they called? <laughs> what do you call those? Santa hat? Yeah, Santa hat. A stocking. Uh, we are jing, jing, jingling all the way down the hills and all that fun stuff. Um, Drinking eggnog. Drinking eggnog. I've got a handful of nutmeg. I'm just dipping any of my food in it. It's like, um, <laughs> what is that when you have steak and you dip it in the, what is the sauce? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, whatever. God, yeah, I just recently I'm, started eating steak again. So that's yeah, like, I'm, I'm like dipping, the worst I, person I'm to I'm ask. dipping all my food into nutmeg just <laughs> with that seasonality. Steak uh, and nutmeg doesn't seem like it would work. But terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I did have a good steak in Red Bank. We can talk about that uh, soon. Uh-huh. Um, it was really good. Uh, yo, thank you for everybody who listens. Happy holidays, whatever holidays you celebrate. Uh, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, um, all of the holidays are cool. Uh, I generally like the festive atmosphere of this time of year. Pete, where are you at on it? I'm psyched, man. I mean, I'm always more psyched about... Um, I feel like everyone kind of takes a breath around the holidays. Things slow down a little bit. People stop yes. working for like at least a few days. Um, <laughs> and you know, then you get to kind of look back on the year, think about how it went. Um, I feel like 2021 was kind of particularly wild in a lot of ways yeah i'm hoping 2022 we can like you know get some different energy and keep things going um in a positive direction but yeah i mean i like it i like this time of year yeah me too shout out to anybody who works a job maybe you're in sales maybe you're some sort of uh financial related thing the way the week's laid out this year it's something i pay attention to from former jobs and, and interests um this is a bad year for the people who have to close Q4 business um, yeah. because Christmas falls on a Saturday. So that means there are definitely people going up to December 22nd and maybe even 23rd trying to close some business and get some deals done, get some contracts signed. Um, best of luck to everyone out there. <laughs> I hope uh, we provide a little bit of a reprieve um, to you, and that uh, that's. I'm hoping for a mild winter, though I expect a harsh one. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I've been following the uh, the news on New Jersey weather, and a month ago they were telling me it was going to be the worst winter we've seen in a long time, and now they're saying it's going to be a mild winter. So mm. I don't know. I don't, shoot. I don't trust the weathermen anymore. You know, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> we should talk about the weathermen at some point. Um, but the weather underground, maybe, maybe. I mean, or the weather. Uh, there's a there is an artist, the weathermen, um, that oh. I can't remember. Yeah, we could talk about the weather underground too, but that's okay. That's um, not exactly for this podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Bob um, Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob, did you know prior to this episode that Bob Dylan did a Christmas record? I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when I pitched it, were you excited about it? <laughs> excited is an interesting word. Um, <laughs> no. No. But I was uh, open for sure. For sure. Curious, definitely. 
excited i wasn't there it, it, pete it i'm a i'm a cold stone of a human at this point it takes a lot to get me excited and, and sure. bob dylan is not it uh <laughs> but but i am um i am excited to hear about this let's uh i am excited to talk about this as well so um let's freaking do this before uh, we get into this i want to ask yes, you i, I have wanna, some I, questions for you too yeah so cool you, you right. start us i want to set the stage and and for everybody who knows, Bob Dylan, Christmas in the Heart, released uh, November twenty third, two thousand nine, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So you 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 give us you you lay you uh, his, paint the map. His thirty fourth studio album. Oh my god. Um. So before we get into Bob Dylan, I want to know: what, Do you have a favorite Christmas album? Is there an album that you go to typically around this time of year? Oh, geez. Um, or song or, you know, oh, any, yeah, like yeah. anything um, you go to. Um, I like the classics. Um, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is a particular favorite. I like both the Bing Crosby and Judy Garland version. Um, I'm pretty warm to the Christmas canon, if you will. Like, sure, Bing Crosby's up in the mix, yeah, uh, a lot. Um, for sure, you just get those classics. Uh, I, some of the more modern takes on them, I'm ee, hit or miss. You know, uh, Michael Bublé. Ah, you know, leave him for the Starbucks Cafe. Fight. Um, <laughs> but I don't Grande. always. Uh, I'm not mad, but I'm not putting it on myself. Sure. I'm not mad. If I'm at the mall and that's playing, all right, all right. But, you know, like, it's interesting how the Christmas canon has grown. grown. Um, like, uh, what's the Mariah Carey Christmas song? All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. Um, yeah, that fits. Uh, it, it's now classical. I think that's, like, one of the top-selling Christmas songs of all time at this yes. point. Yeah, um, by far. I'm a, I'm a big fan of... Happy ex- Happy Christmas. The war is over. Yeah, uh, th- that song is is pretty cool. Um, what I like about Christmas music is there's both this like real cheer, um, happiness, unabashed like love and warmth to it. But there's a lot of the songs that have a sense of melancholy and like yeah. a finality to it and. Um, as we reiterate, we are chumps for that. I'm, I'm put another quarter in the jukebox for that stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh, and uh, you know, we'll get into it, but, but yeah, no, uh, those are some of my favorites. What about you? What do you have any go-to specific albums or is it like songs? What do you, what do you got? No, I'm with what you said. Totally. I mean, um, just in the sense that Christmas is like this time where it's, it's super kind of unabashedly jolly, but mm-hmm. also like you get real reflective. You think about the year, maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. a great year. Maybe some bad shit happened, you know, I mean, um, tragedies happen for people all the time, but also great things happen for people all the time. So it's, it's, it's an interesting time of year. Um, and I think that like a lot of even the most classic Christmas songs, there is this really profound sense of melancholy. So like, I see all of these songs as really interesting in that way. Cause there, there's like, there's this real dynamic to them, but for me, the the record that is my personal favorite 
um, that I almost recommended for this episode, but I thought that the Bob Dylan one would be more fun. Yes. Is the Phil Spector Christmas album um, called A Christmas Gift for You, which, Bob, this year, put that one on. Okay. Everyone's going to love it. Let me see this. Let me take a look. You've probably heard half of it. Oh but it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's, I have, but it's just like sure. this. It's like this perfect compilation of like Phil Spector produced. Oh yeah, this is it. Christmas yeah, this songs. Is, this is it. This is it. Yep. It's, it's, it's like it's the album. Yeah. Yep. This is this is perfect. Yep. One hundred percent. The Gene Autry "Here Comes Santa Claus" is perfect. Um, it's the best. This is the Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer version. That's the perfect one. Yep. So this is it. Yeah. Um. So uh, Christmas music's fun. Bob Dylan uh, is an interesting guy that we should probably talk about and do some stuff just in a kind of, for me, more academic way for you. I, I am assuming you had a Bob Dylan dive at some point. I'm a Dylan fan. Yeah. Okay. How 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 far into the Dylan chronology do you go? Do you have a jumping off point? You know, like, are you talking to me about rough and rowdy ways? Where, where are we at? Rough and rowdy ways is great. Okay. I'll say that. I, I think that's a great record. I think people if you're if you like Dylan, you should listen to it. Dylan, I've I've done the deep dive. Um, I think I've listened to every Dylan album. Um wow. okay. including a lot of like the official bootleg recordings, which a lot of them are great. He's released like fifteen box sets of like B sides and different things from different periods of his career. But yeah, that tracks. Um <laughs> He loses me around his 31st album, <laughs> uh, which is called Love and Hold Theft. Hold on, wait a second. Say that one more time for yeah, everyone he, in the back. Yeah, he loses me around his 31st album. Okay. Um, okay. I'll even get with like like a lot of the Born Again Christian stuff from the 80s. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the stuff from the 90s is great. Um I I mean the 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 70s and 80s stuff I think is where it's at but mm-hmm. I, just, God, I just I feel like I feel like an idiot now because I feel like I have to like I have to give like a caveat to all of this No 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 because there's so much there's so much that happens over the course of all of those decades for his career but that being said the the Love and Theft record is where he started recording with I think what he calls his never ending tour band Okay. Um, which is the band that he's been touring with for like 20 years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those records have like this really similar sound. Like it's like Americana kind of songbook. Like they're, they're trying to do this thing that I think Dylan is like, Dylan is this like super like, like just music fan, particularly of American music. And he goes so deep in like the American songbook yeah, in this way that like, I fucking don't care. And like, <laughs> and, and, and I can tell that like the guys in the band, like probably like they actually, a lot of the guys in his band refer to like going to the school of Dylan because like while they're playing with him, they're learning a lot like about all of this stuff that they never knew about. And like, that's being incorporated into the records they're, they're recording. The whole story of it to me is interesting. I don't like any of the music. And then like, you know, after this Christmas album, he recorded three albums worth of Sinatra covers. Okay. Okay. Um, which we'll talk about maybe over the course of this, but like he's done a lot of weird stuff. Rough and Rowdy Ways, I think is awesome. Actually, that's the most recent record. Um, it's kind of a return to form, but yeah, I mean, 
there's lots of good Dylan, dude. If you're willing to, if you're willing to take the ride, there's lots of good Dylan, but it's a, uh, it's a tough sell. <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta be in and, and yeah. uh, the stuff, the highs that I think are noted are highs, you know, and the dude's got songs, but you gotta be really in the mood and you have to decide to ride along with his, his voice. Um, yeah. And it's it active listening. Fun- it's it is active listening. Um, if you want to get a good Google search on search uh, Bob Dylan wearing a hat, motherfucker wore a lot of weird ass hats. <laughs> he's he's so much better off doing the old timey thing when he starts wearing like like a beanie. Like get the hell out of here, man! Um, <laughs> shout out to Bob Dylan. Let's talk about Bob Dylan's Christmas in the Heart album from two thousand nine. Uh, you said it was his thirty fourth album. 34th yeah fucking incredible um this is gonna be fun because these are mostly christmas classics so there's a part of this when we do a track by track where we'll kind of compare the song to the more you know canonized versions and how it holds up um do you know i don't know how you feel about this record you don't know how i feel about it you you are a bob dylan fan my assumption is you really enjoy this record. Yeah, I do. Okay. What do you think I think of it? I think that you enjoy it. I think you enjoy it. That's right. I do. Yeah. I'm in. Good record. I think it deserves a place at the table, and some of these songs will go into my Christmas mix because I think it's pretty fun and... uh, Honestly, you could stop the podcast if you want after this point, but please don't enjoy it. We're we're having a nice, <laughs> we're having some eggnog and, and you know a warm apple cider right here. Yeah, maybe hot chocolate if you want to get crazy. Yo, um, <clears throat> yo, peppermint bark. I got into peppermint bark recently. That shit's good. Ooh. I really like it. Um, All right. So, uh, what what we have here is a record with a classic artist who clearly has an affinity for these songs. And there's a glowing warmth, both in the production and recording, as well as his vocals. Yeah. That even if um, there's some things where I'm like, oh, where I'm going to get into in the track by track, it's good. It's a totally good listen. And when I put it on for the very first time in preparation for this, I was like, oh, this is warm blanket. Feels good. I'm in. You know what I mean? It, oh, I'm it, so it, glad. It feels this of is, the season. This is so. a relief for me to hear. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will be giving it. Let's, let's give it ratings. I'm giving it four Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm going to give it 4.5 Christmas trees. All right. There we go. Um, let's track by track this bad boy. Cool. See if it ends up on the, the naughty or the nice list. All right. Um, do we have, we don't have to give an intro to Bob Dylan, do we? No. Uh, if you've never heard of Bob Dylan, Google him. <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. He got the presidential medal of freedom. He got With some Bob Grammys. Dylan wearing hats. Yeah. It's, it's a common Google search apparently. So, um, uh, I like his older work when with when it comes to his headwear. So I actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Bob, but I actually, I do want to hear like, where do you stop with Dylan? What's your what's your Dylan? Oh, vibe. Um, I enjoy. 
I enjoy some of the like peak uh, early '60s kind of material. Okay. Um, when he starts getting there, um, largely. Do you do you, did you like when he through. went electric? Uh, yes. Okay. But I don't like it for forever. Um, by his '70s material, I'm largely uh, divorced from it. Um, okay. Let me think about this though. I I, I have. Uh, let me pull up the the records that I think of when I think of like my interest level in in Mr. Dylan. Um, you know what I haven't listened to in a long time of his is his M- Unplugged. I wonder if that holds up. His MTV Unplugged. I haven't listened to that one in a while either. Right. You know, I wonder if it's good. Um, cause that's, that was nineties. That was like 94. 94. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the record that came out, uh, uh, time out of mind was 97. So that was right after that oh, was, okay. that was before, but time out of mind is great. All right. So I'm looking right now, a blonde on blonde. I like, okay. um, that's that's a lot of people's jumping off. Like that's like where they stop. Yeah. So so that's where I I like that, but I believe right after that I start getting. I had New Morning and I did not like New Morning. Okay. Um. That's where he was singing. He sang. It didn't even sound like Dylan. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like it. It felt like. Wait. What are you doing? Um. To memory. New Morning has the- has the song from. Uh, Big Lebowski that a lot of people like. Yeah, yo, that's the thing. Even as you go forward, there's some tracks here. Yeah, it's been a while since my Bob Dylan go through. I remember enjoying Blood on the Tracks, and then which was kind of like mostly acoustic, if I'm right. And then Hard Rain, I also kind of liked. That's a live album, but I I liked the sound on Hard Rain. So yeah, um, Blood uh, on that the was Tracks. Kind of Blood on the Tracks and Desire, I think, is like like if people get back into Dylan, they get back in there because Desire has Hurricane and Isis, yes, um, which are big tracks, and then Blood on the Tracks has like a lot of songs that a so lot of people he, like. Tangled Up what, in Blue, Simple Twist of Fate, Idiot here, Wind. Here's the thing that gets me with with Mr. Dylan uh, and his '80s and '90s material is that before I was a Bob Dylan fan, I was a Tom Petty fan. Okay. Um, which uh, Tom Petty would probably have been the first to be like, uh, yo, I'm Bob Dylan, you know, like that's, that's the dude, man. Um, but because I was a Tom Petty fan, I was like, oh, let me check out this traveling Wilburys shit. Um, and by shit, I mean shit. It fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> How dare you? I think I wish. Oh, we should yo, do that record. That would be fun. God, I wanted. I can't even really put into words how much I wanted to love the Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, because on paper, it's the best thing of all time. On paper, it's the best thing, and it's cool as shit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this is so cool. Uh, but it just fucking ain't. Um, <laughs> and um, it's, the, it's the rare example where the thing is worse than the collection of its individual parts. <laughs> you know, it's like, here's all these great things. Um, and it's like, oh, is this gonna be a uh, like a pepperoni pizza? And it's like, no, no, it's a giant stuffed pepperoni that someone put little dough balls and <laughs> half tomatoes and oil covering the whole thing, and they tried to 
grill it on a barbecue. It's like, yo, that sounds terrible. You have all the ingredients. How did you not do this? Um, which reminds me of a time when uh, uh, a person I was dating, um, I won't name names here uh, or incriminate, incriminate anyone specifically, but had a like a, like a hamburger bun and cut it the wrong way. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even do that? That's a crazy mistake to make. Cuz you know, a hamburger bun, you you cut it horizontally. No, no, they cut it vertically. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, talk about Bob Dylan's Christmas Dragon. Yeah, let's get into this. Uh Christmas in the heart. Um, All right, so we don't let, need to introduce Bob Dylan any more than we have. No, yeah, um, we will la, talk about him more. We'll probably talk about Traveling Wilburys less. Last note on this is just that. Um, so this record, like you said, Bob, it came out in two thousand nine. Um, all the royalties from it went to charity. It was mostly nonprofits that were running food banks. That's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, the 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 vibe of the record was cool. I think that when it came out, I remember myself as a Dylan fan, just feeling like. Who asked for this? Yo, like, what yo, is this? that was my question for you. Yeah. Was, did Starbucks pay for this so they'd have a new like fucking counter offering? Like, yeah, I made, this, I made the Starbucks joke about Michael Buble earlier. I was going to leave it on the table. But literally, my question for you that I wrote down was, did Starbucks fund this thing to come out? Like, who who made this request? Because I'm sure Bob Dylan was more than happy to do this. And it seemed fun. But like, this is an asked to do project more than a you know what would be fun for my 34th studio album <laughs> a christmas album dude let's let's talk about that after because it actually i have a question for you about oh okay. part of that but like let me talk to him who asked for the sinatra albums from Del- like like i don't know what exactly his mo is at this point and i think that's like a, a more interesting discussion agree I, I have to assume that that might have been yeah we got to get into the deep dark seedy side of things where it's like yeah like when johnny cash did those weird like i'm doing covers of more modern songs like right 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 yeah like now johnny cash is the i hurt me myself today man like, which is so like, weird by like the way johnny cash's sad grandpa to like three generations of people god <laughs> yeah like uh, it's partially ingenious and partially gross as hell but like okay we need to get the the dirty dirt on that yeah um i think it's for this i don't know i am happy it exists though i am too yeah all right uh Pete, here comes santa claus Christmas morning. Again. 
first question first is i want to do this for each is this a a top tier second tier or just the eh christmas song to you uh this is top tier top tier 100 percent. yeah um the way that this song starts i mean so yeah speaking in generalities yeah top tier this version in particular yes um the first five seconds of this are like perfect like the production is perfect you have the jingle bells you have the whole thing it sounds great um and then bob's vocals come in and you're like wow i am in for a totally different kind of ride here yes um which is like it's just it's such an interesting thing it's like whoever thought this would exist um but overall on this song, it sounds like he's having a great time. Yes. Um, the harmonies are great. Like it in a way, and a, like a lot of what I'm going to say here is going to kind of uh, apply to a lot of the songs on this record, but the production on this album is perfect. The yep. backing vocals are perfect. Um, in a way, like a lot of it sounds like he's doing like karaoke. Like he's almost singing over like, perfect versions of 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 christmas songs that have been recorded previously Mm -hmm. um but obviously all of this was like recorded for this album um this is great like it it just i think this is like a great version of this song it's just it has that twist of having his kind of like like croaking vocals at this point but so warm and you can feel the joy in his voice Yeah. yeah nothing more to add top tier christmas song and this is a very good version do you hear what I hear? <laughs> um, I think his vocals really shine on this one, and like I'm not even yeah. fucking around. Um, has I, a bit of its own feel to it because of that, and the warmth carries it. Uh, this is a top tier Christmas song for me, and this is a very good version. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he says, "Listen to what I say," I like actually, I believe him. Um, <laughs> next song, Winter yeah. Wonderland. Uh, same top tier christmas song and uh again like i i I don't want to no spoilers but he just comes out firing these are all like hit 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 and it feels warm and good and i think this just keeps that energy yeah i mean this one this is one of the i think two songs where like you can feel him pushing his vocals to like their limit yeah but that to me is like what's so engaging about it. Like he's, it it really feels like he like wants to be singing these songs, which like kind of to your question before, like I'm not convinced that anyone asked him to do this. Like it really, it feels really genuine to me. Um, but we'll get into that. Okay. I'm with, I mean, no, I think he, he, you can tell he is as close personal friends of Bob Dylan, Pete and I are, <laughs> no, you can, there's a palpable joy in, in this record and it seems to be emanating from his vocals. So, um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, not Hark the Herald Angel Sings. So it's plural angels, singular sing, um, not how I have it. Um, it's gruffer. It works. I think I prefer, I mean, you know, I'm going to prefer my classical <clears throat> version on a lot of these, but this is the first one where I'm like, ah, you know what? I like the the slightly like more buttoned up version. Um, this okay. is a fine rendition though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this one, it's particularly interesting just with the juxtaposition of like these angelic, like female vocals, yep. with him singing over it. And this one, like his vocals, it does 
it sounds like he's having a harder time singing this song just because of the, the demands of the song, I guess. Um, but I really like this one. I think it's good. I mean, like, yeah, I, there might be better kind of traditional versions of this, but I think that one of the strengths of this record overall that, that, you know, we'll, I guess, get into when we're rating it and stuff. But, um, I really feel like he puts this kind of contemporary, like he, he breathes life into these songs that we've heard a million times in this way that like most Christmas albums that have come out over the last 20 years just don't, it doesn't feel forced. It feels like he like really wants to be there and he's trying to do a, a different thing with a traditional song. So, so I like this one. Yeah. 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 Very, very good. Um, I'll be home for Christmas. If only in my dreams Here, tempo shift, downshifts a bit. Even um, I prefer the classic version of this a fair bit, mm-hmm. but it still works. And at this point, I was asking myself, "I'm like, yo, man, I think I'm just a mark for Christmas music shit." <laughs> um, but this is a good version, and where he's going with his 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 the the Dylan signature vocal is just. <sighs> He sounds like he's drinking warm tea the entire time and maybe is wearing a very warm coat because yeah. it's just like the glowingest version of his vocal style. I mean, yeah, this one to me, talking about like melancholy Christmas songs, this is one of the like top tier kind of melancholy Christmas songs for me. And I feel like his vocals really fit that. Um Yes. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I I think this one actually like fits. If if I were to if if this record didn't exist, and someone said to me like, "What Christmas song do you want to hear Bob Dylan sing?" I might say this song, and I think it works oh, out really well. I think it does work. I think it does work really well. Okay. Next song, "Little Drummer Boy." Honestly, this is one of the only tracks that I could skip. Um. I don't love this song. I think in general, yeah. it's like okay, not one good. of my favorite We're on the same page. Christmas I, songs. I said this is maybe the stiffest of the classics. Yeah, and it's maybe not top tier. I don't. I think it's maybe second tier or even like, yeah, it's it's good. I, I'd like to hear it once during the season, but that's it. Yeah, um, this version is totally fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um. The Christmas Blues. 
I need to hear your thoughts on this. I mean, so this one, this is the first one that I don't think of as like a bona fide Christmas hit that no. like everyone would know, right? I mean, like it's fine. It it adds some flavor to the record. It kind of breaks it up a little bit between like all of the traditional songs, particularly with the harmonica, which like I when I think Dylan, I think harmonica. Um he sounds perfectly in his place here, like vocally and just like what he's comfortable playing and what he tends to play. Yep. But it's like it's fine. I don't really need it. I was not offended by this song. It's it's fine on here. Uh, it doesn't glow like some of the other songs. Oh, yeah. Come all ye faithful. So this, I actually really like this. Okay. But this is the only song, and I'm being totally honest here. This is the only one where I feel like I can I can I can sense Dylan like winking at me while he's singing. <laughs> Okay. Like it's like it's go like in, go it's in, like, baby. It's like he's in on the he's obviously he knows what he's doing throughout the whole record, obviously. But this yeah. is the this is the only one that like I'm not completely convinced that he's like in. Like Oh, so you don't it think it feels a like, little tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, you know, so here's here's what I'd say. The first one, two, three, four four, five, first five songs. So here comes Santa Claus. Do you hear what I hear? Winter Wonderland. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I'll be home for Christmas. Sub out Hark the Herald Angels Sing, but I'll leave it. But for those five, I for sure feel like I could see Bob Dylan sitting around with his family at Christmas time singing at a piano. Yeah. And like feeling in the mood vibing. Yep. Oh, come all you faithful. Mm, maybe less so like it's more like a oh okay i'll let me shine this this one and see where we can go um i think this is a good song the version of it that i think of feels very buttoned up and classical some of the parts that like are touching in the that version uh-huh. don't land the way they do the way they sh- can, the way they do in the the more like canonized version, because it it's just not in his range. It's just not his register, and it, it's like not his vibe. Like if a dude showed up to sing this song at you know a, a, a church Christmas event and had a scruffy beard and a silly hat, like you'd be like, "Oh man, clean yourself up. Go here's a razor. Here's a here's a." <laughs> Mach three, go hit that bathroom, tidy up. We gotta, we gotta. This, you're not singing. Uh, Here comes Santa Claus. This is Oh Come All You Faithful. You know, right? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah. Actually, I, sorry, Bob. I, I wanted to ask one question. Yeah. Just to kind of get context, and not to get all personal. Did you, did you grow up going to church? No, not a lick. Okay. I'm just, I'm curious because it's, it's, it's one of the things that I think about when I was listening to this record is like the traditional songs. Like I did go grow up going to church mm. and the, the more traditional songs, you have a lot of choir singers that can sing, but you have a lot of choir singers that can't. So like uh-huh. this actually kind of brought me back to like, just like small town 
church vibe where like small town church vibe bad choir singers yeah just play? bad yeah. choir singers where it's just like 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 i wish we had dylan there like uh, <laughs> unfortunately he didn't become a christian until the 80s but you know it'll um, probably give you at least a little flavor like oh i wonder what bobby's gonna pull out today <laughs> right but it's just it's one of those things where like it doesn't matter how you can sing it's all about the the, the kind of message of the song so yeah True. that's funny but uh, um have right, yourself a merry little christmas um so oh come all you faithful into have yourself a merry little christmas they might be my two least favorite tracks um oh interesting. In, term, in, okay. in terms in terms of traditional songs um oh okay actually maybe a little drummer boy too but but this one like it just doesn't his vocals down don't sound as convincing to me as Correct. the rest of the songs um you know, i think they don't sound as convincing as some of the earlier songs i think i think bob dylan is a christmas head like he wants the joyful uh present wrapping big dinner everybody's hanging out by the fire having a party vibe not the standing by the window looking back on a good bad or indifferent year and and you know being wistful uh, yeah yeah i mean, I that's, mean what, it, that's what this song is absolutely i mean i think that like if you know anything about dylan uh he was born and raised jewish mm-hmm. um and i said the 80s before but he converted to christianity in the 70s um, but he said like when he was asked about this record, he was like, I never felt left out of Christmas songs or like, I never let, I never felt left out of Christmas during my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the quote I'm finding it now, he said, Christmas music is so worldwide. Everyone can relate to it in their own way. And I think that that's like, that has to be true. Right. I mean, even if you're not celebrating Christmas, it's, it's kind of this omnipresent thing it's such a good question so it's not for for me to judge and say whether it's of course yeah, or not. Me I'm, I, I'm i've never considered myself a christian um i i've not been religious ever in my i'm not baptized i'm not none of that shit um but we have always celebrated christmas and uh so i always felt completely a part of it despite the fact that there was no compulsion in my house to be like well, yeah, of course, Jesus Christ, you know, and and right. I say this purely loving to all the believers out there, regardless of what your belief set is. I'm with you. I love that you have some beliefs. I, I feel you, and I think if you get good and positive things out of that, I'm all for it, and uh, I, I wish good things for you. So for me, I always felt like Christmas music was just Christmas music. It was good it felt warm it was familial it was nice it's this blah 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 i liked it um i would hope that energy uh is pervasive and and to all i'm sure for many it's not but it's nice to hear that from bob dylan and and i'm sure that that is the story for many many people you know what i mean yeah i mean i grew up religious and i still and i'm not a religious person currently i mm-hmm. guess in like the tra- traditional, traditional sense. way right but like but i think i i've always kind of thought of all of these songs as unrelated to any sort of belief set they're just kind yeah. of like seasonal the, the, songs yeah really. non-denominational at the very least yeah so so i, I it's interesting to me that he thinks about all of this the same way so yeah so and i i feel that energy have yourself a merry little christmas to me uh is like a borderline can like evoke 
true uh, melancholy and sadness for me. Um, this version is just not sad enough. Um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But you get these moments in the Bing Crosby version, especially the Judy Garland version is nice, but there's like a treble going on in her voice. She's really kind of got a, 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 a shake in it that's mm. both affecting, but not nearly as much as the Bing Crosby version where it's, it really hits you like, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it, there's a heaviness there that uh, I feel personally and, and, uh, have experienced, um, and especially at the Christmas time of year, it, you can feel it. And I, I really love the song. So, um, this version's fine. I'm not kicking it out of bed, but I'm also not inviting it in. Here's the big sad. one. <laughs> must be Santa. Okay. Uh, on the count of three, I want us both to answer. Uh, three, two, one, answer. Um, are you in or out? So you say in or out. Mm-hmm. Um, on must be Santa. Three, two, one, in. in. Yeah. In. I mean, how could you not be in on this? Uh, it's such a party. Uh, yo, my comments, my literally, I'll just read it. I normally don't just read it, but here it is. Fuck it. Polka energy, <laughs> sort of stompy square dance music vibes. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, uh, this is on my Christmas 2021 playlist. This is it. This is That's what's up. My son was singing it. He's like, oh, I like this song. Like it's, it's fun it's weird Dude. it's cool yo i think this is the definitive version of the song yeah like fuck the haters this is the definitive version of this yo, song I, anyone who argues i don't i uh, yo i i believe i've heard other versions this is by far the best version yeah i mean like dude first of all it sounds like bobby has wanted to sing this song his entire life like he's been yes. dying for this moment. And like the second thing is I can't think of a more peppy Dylan song. And like I'm familiar with most of the catalog. This is like this is an anomaly in his entire whole like like catalog. And it's uh it's it's wild. It's great. And the music video is a whole other thing to get into. Um if you have not seen the music video for Must Be Santa, you have to watch the music video for Must Be Santa. It's barely coherent. It's so weird. It's so weird. I mean, I'm with it. It's enjoyable, but it, is it a single shot? 
Uh, I don't think it's a single no, shot. Not quite, but it has a lot of those elements. Like it basically yeah. is a, it follows around quite a bit. And I think you're right. There probably are quite a, f- a few cuts of it. But, but it's, they're partying. Like Dylan's wearing this weird wig. Like, is it a wig? Why is he wearing the wig? Like, like he looks like Fallout Boy Grandpa Edition. <laughs> like wig. It's bad. It's really bad. And you're like kind of embarrassed. But yet it has like eight million views on YouTube. <laughs> and the song's cool. And the song's cool and fun. Uh, yeah. Necessary. Good on the energy of this record. Yeah. Great song. And this is the definitive version. Uh, so we all say, you know. Silver Bells. Uh, top tier song. This is just a good rendition. Yeah. I think it like this is this is where this album shines. It's like breathing life into old classics. Mm-hmm. I think I think he does like a perfect version of this. And I think it's great. So. The first Noel. Um, honestly, same as Silver Bells. Like, oh, okay, same energy. I I think it's a great rendition of an old classic. So uh, the song is good. Not my favorite. Not in my top tier of Christmas songs. But I found this version not to be nearly as epic as the the best versions of it. Um, but he is bringing a different energy, so I appreciate it. Christmas Islands. Um. This song belongs to Jimmy Buffett, right? Like, like this is this is not yes. this is it's not. Like, it's, you know, it's not. It's barely a Christmas song. It's more. It's more of a Jimmy Buffett song than it is a Christmas song, right? I mean, and this this one, like, like for for everyone that thought who asked for this, this is the song. Like, this is what you th- would think that the Bob Dylan Christmas record would sound like. Because it's just like so ridiculous, um, and I think that Dylan is in on the joke on this one. But like, you don't need this song here. I like. I actually think that his version of the his his versions of the classics on this album are so good that when he does kind of more jokey songs like this, which I know this is like technically like a Christmas classic at this point, but. Mm. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people have done it. It's 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 yeah, there. Yeah, it's yo. I'm I'm not canonizing it. It's fine. You can you can say it's a classic. It's fine. It's a, <laughs> it's a fine Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah, I can't just you can't just put Christmas on a song and say it's a classic. I would like to go to the Christmas Islands for Christmas. Fine. I'm sure. In. Until I do it, I'm not canonizing the song. All right, fair, fair. Bob Dylan, S my D. Um, the Christmas song. Um, I think his voice really shines on this one. I think the production is great on this song. I think it's a great version of this song. I think it's, I'm in. It's mellow. It's, uh, it's cool. a top tier Christmas song. It is the Christmas song. Um, the instrumentation is a little bit flat for what I would like from the song, but it's a good song and his vocals carry and it's fun. So you can, this isn't his favorite song to sing on this record, but it's in there. He likes it. He knows this one. Yeah. And the last song on the record. Uh, a little town of Bethlehem. The silent stars go by. Yet in that dark streets, in everlasting light, the hopes and fears of other years are met. In tonight. 
given So God imparts to human I think his vocals really shine on this um, I feel like he's really going for it I feel like it's a perfect closer I think it's good Oh interesting I, I think um, The song is not my favorite It's a second tier at best song A Christmas song to me um, Well that's that's why I asked if you went to church Because I feel like like these are songs that you hear mostly If you go to church Yeah this song's stupid Um <laughs> No, uh, it's a fine song. Um, I think about all the Bethlehems I've been to in my life. A lot of Bethlehems across the country, did you know? Um, there are a few, yeah. A bunch. Um, it's a little bit too gentle a rendition, mm. but I think it would have been hard to pull it off in a more classical like kind of way with Dylan's vocals. And and that's what we're coming here for. You know what I mean? Like, is how is this how is this going to be Dylanized? You know, right? Um, so it's fine. It's a fine closer. You can't close with the high energy. I actually think the as a Christmas album goes, it, the album flows really well, and I think this is a, a very suitable closer. Cool. All right. Um, all right. Uh, really quick here. Does this record drag at all? For the most part, I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think it does. There's it's like Christmas one or record. two songs where maybe it drags a little bit, but no, ultimately no. I don't think it's disjointed. I think it flows pretty well. Um, I guess you could rearrange some things, but I, I felt pretty good about the arrangement. I feel like there's really good energy at the middle. They change it up a little bit. Or there's really good energy at the beginning. They change it up a little bit, then bring the energy back, then close with some classics. It's nice. Um, we're not going to talk about the quality of the songs and lyrics. It all works. Uh, we'll just say the music video for um, Must Be Santa is is uh, top tier quality. Um, <laughs> I think this uh, Christmas albums can be very of the time, or they can become classics. I think this should be put in the classics category. You should. This is a great warm Christmas album that came out in 2009 and immediately you could give this to someone as a Christmas gift and they should listen to it for a long time. I'm so glad to hear you say that. I agree 100%. And the presentation, yo, <laughs> I like the cover. It feels the like... cover's great. Yeah, like they really wanted to make it this like kind of like classic feeling Christmas album, you know, right? Like it's, is it is it actually Bob Dylan in a sleigh? Uh, I don't or is know. Is it just a character? I think in it's just play? a character. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just. I, I think yeah, it's, it's just, just. Yeah, it's like an. I think old it's just based on like an Americana. Old, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's based book. on like some old artwork. Looks vaguely. To be honest, it looks vaguely Russian, um, which is interesting. Like the box hat and big pronounced mustache. I like that. Interesting. Uh, the horses are really interesting. Yeah, it's classic looking. Um, Before we get into ratings, I have a. I have two questions, real quick. Give me. Um. If you put this on this Christmas, yep, unprovoked, like your family's around, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're doing the Christmas thing. Mm -hmm. What would your wife say? What would your son say? I oh, would ask what your what your daughter would say, but she, she, she's, she's not, not speaking talking. yet. Fans, they'd be fans. Yeah, hundred percent. No question. Oh, that's great. Fans. Awesome. Yeah, no question to me. Um, uh, you said you had a second question. Do you think this record is sincere? Yeah, I do. I think it is. I think there's a, I think 
you're not wrong. There's a couple wink and nod moments. Yeah. But the joy is is in his voice. You can tell. It's not just a put on. It's not just the cash in holiday album. Yeah. Um, for people who are listening, it's like classically speaking, which is not classically, but but the way records have been put out for the past, you know, I'd venture to say 40 years, um, if not longer, is that they stopped putting out new releases by bands. And this is almost across the spectrum in from late November till the beginning of January because it's carved out as a retail like, no, no, this is when we get our holiday records in. <laughs> and this stuff goes through the charts. So then the only records that do come out are if like some band does the cash in, like here's our Christmas record, Bon Jovi, you know, lights a Christmas tree on fire shit. Um, you don't like that one? I don't think Bon Jovi is made for <laughs> Christmas songs. Um, God, ugh, man. Um, man, just thinking about that made me mad. Um, but but <laughs> this doesn't feel cheap like that. It feels like there's such a like happiness to do it and um that just makes all the difference in the listening experience so uh add this one to your collection people i will be i think i'm actually trying to buy it as a christmas present for my sister to give oh, to her that's family what's up. Yeah, i think so i think i'm adding it to my cart right now um do you own this record on vinyl i do okay sort of hard to find on vinyl from what i'm seeing here I guess it is now. I bought it when it came out. My wife fucking hates me for it. Really? Yeah, I put it on every Christmas at least three times. And, she and she's is not, out. She's like, fuck this. She's out. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we already spoiled this. I'm giving this uh, four and a half Christmas trees. Dude, that's what's up. I... I did I give it four and a half? Um, I either gave I'm, it four. I might have given it four. It I might think be you four gave and it half. four, I'm, and I gave it four and a half. But I'm upgrading I'm, four and a half. Let's yeah, do I'm going to give it four and a half Christmas trees too. This is like, it's a great, like, dude, unabashed, just great Christmas album. Yeah, it, it's 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 really good. And um, it delivers in a way that uh, I would not have expected from a Christmas album that came out in 2009 by an artist who has done 30 plus albums. Um when you went in, yeah. did you think that you'd be giving it four and a half Christmas trees? No, nah, no, nah, no. I I like Christmas music. Yeah. So I was of the mind that I was either going to like it and be pretty open to it, or I was going to be so bummed it was going to be like, a, like yo, I, I can't even, I, this is like a one and a half. You know what I mean? Like, because it's, bad versions of songs i like like i think about that with certain christmas albums by you know any number of artists that i've i've dug into or like oh they did a christmas song it's like oh they fucking shit on this song that's really good dylan was both able to do it in his own voice and warmth but there's so much appreciation and respect like you were saying for the classical versions of it yeah that he doesn't try to like go well, what if we just add in this part? It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to do it my way, but I'm going to be faithful. And I, I think that uh, that that makes the record sing. Yeah. It's like this completely insane record that doesn't need to exist, and that's kind of why it, it's great, because it's done with like such heart, too. 
yeah, that's that's a lot of the way I feel about Christmas. It doesn't need to exist, but if we all give a little <laughs> bit of heart to it and 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 try to enjoy it and uh, spread love and peace to our fellow people, uh, happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas to those of you who are, are Christmasers. Um, really uh, show love to your neighbors. Do good. Be kind. Listen to music. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thanks, everybody. Happy New Year. Have to make the season bright. Tiny little tots with their eyes all aglow. You'll find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. Child is going to spy to see if rain.